This is Evan Wynn, and welcome to the Sports Weekly Podcast. In this episode, I'll be giving you my 2023 preview for the NFL season. I'll go through all the divisions, the standings. I'll give you my picks for all the playoff games and the Super Bowl. And I will also give you my award predictions for the upcoming NFL season. So starting the AFC here in the AFC East, I got Buffalo winning it at 12 and 5. I feel like this is Buffalo's division until somebody proves me otherwise. Like until Miami or the Jets can knock them off there in that division, this is theirs to lose, in my personal opinion. I mean, they still got, in my opinion, the best quarterback there in that division. The defense just needs to get more steady. But if they can do that, then Buffalo's a Super Bowl contender, and I feel like they'll win this division. Then we got Miami coming there in second and 11-6. and six. I feel like if Tua stays healthy, the Dolphins are a legit contender in the AFC. But that's the big if, if Tua can stay healthy. He hasn't been able to. And last year he missed concussion pro- problems, stuff like that. If he can if he can just stay on the field, he's got the weapons. If he can just stay on the field, then the Dolphins will be really good and they'll challenge Buffalo here. And then third, but at eleven and six, I have the New York Jets. This completely changed with Aaron Rodgers now being the quarterback for this team. I mean, they're they're like trying to build a super team. They signed Dalvin Cook a couple weeks ago. Now they got Garrett Wilson. They have a good defense. That was always they had that last year. That's why I think they were competitive there at the early start of the year. But now without the – now, but they just didn't have the quarterback last year. Now they have that. So now they have no excuses to not push for the postseason. And then bringing it up at the bottom there, I got the Patriots at 6-11. and 11. I just – just Mac Jones is not the answer to their problems. He just isn't. So I feel like that's why they're going to come in there and last. Moving to the AFC North, I got the Cincinnati Bengals at 12-5, and five, winning the division. This division's tough, so if Cincinnati has like kind of a like a 500 division record, I wouldn't be surprised, just because all these teams are good. I think all I think all four of these teams in this division can make the playoffs. Realistically, I don't think that's out that far out of the realm of possibility. But we're gonna have the Bengals come in there in first. Second, I got Baltimore. Baltimore is obviously gonna be the biggest challenger to Cincinnati to winning this division. If Lamar Jackson can literally just stay on the field. And their offense can score more than 25 points in a game. Actually, just more than 20. They got the defense. They just need to score. That's their problem. Now he's, Lamar's got weapons. He's got Odell. He's got, say, Flowers. You know, still got Mark Andrews around. So I think Baltimore, I feel like this could be the year that they could maybe put this all together. But I don't know. Then in third, I got Cleveland at 10-7. and seven. I feel like Cleveland last year, I almost feel like you could just wash that year away because... Sean Watson really didn't play outside of those six games they played at the end of the year. You know, he wasn't great, but he hadn't played in over a year up to that point. So, who really knows? And then coming in last, although with a winning record, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers will never have a losing record as long as Mike Tomlin is on the sideline. They will not have a losing record. Just because, I feel like Kenny Pickett will take strides this year. I don't think, I don't think they're playoff team just yet, but maybe they'll get there. Who knows? And headed over to the AFC South, I got the Jags at 11-6. and six. I feel like the Jags could break through this year. This this could be the year that they break through. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I feel like Trevor Lawrence is a sleeper MVP candidate this year. So if Trevor Lawrence can continue to take strides, he's got Calvin Ridley now, Christian Kirk, if he can produce like he did last year, Evan Ingram, same thing. Got ETN there in the backfield, got a good defense. 
I mean, for me, I just feel like Jacksonville, like when Trevor Lawrence was drafted and after the whole Urban Meyer debacle, I was like, they just need to find the right coach. They find the right coach. They will be a good team. And look what happened. So I think Jacksonville will win this division here. This is probably the worst division in the AFC, but at second, at seven and 10, I got the Titans. The Titans, the Titans, I think will maybe challenge Jacksonville for a little bit. Like, don't be surprised if for like the first like six, seven weeks, it's like a battle for that top spot. Then I feel like once you get towards the end of the year, then Jacksonville will pull away to win the division. And third, I got the Colts. Colts might not win a lot of games, but they will be fun to watch with Richardson now starting there. This year is just key to his development. They just need to develop him and see if maybe they can keep Jonathan Taylor around, although I doubt that. And coming in last, I got the Texans, although making strides, I feel like. I feel like they will. They'll be more watchable than what they have been in the past. Because, like, let's be honest, nobody wants to watch the Texans last year. Nobody wanted to watch that. But now they got Stroud, they got Will Anderson, got another new head coach. I feel like they could be at least watchable this year. Maybe they could, you know, upset a team or two, play spoiler at the end of the year. Then headed over to the AFC West. I got Kansas City, no surprise, winning the division here. I mean, they're coming off a Super Bowl, and I said this last year. They may have good teams in that division, but I'm not picking somebody else until somebody else can beat them. That's my thought. So I think Kansas City will win this division. And then second, I got the Chargers. The Chargers, I don't know. I, I love Justin Herbert. I just don't know what he's going to do this year. I mean, they got new weapons with Johnston around. And, you know, if the defense can improve, Eckler's still there. I just don't know if I trust Staley or not. That's what scares me with the Chargers. All the pieces are there. Just Staley has to put it all together. Then in third, I got the Broncos at 8-9. Broncos will be better. How much better? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, Sean Payton, I feel like, could you know, piece them together offensively. But I just don't know if they're talented enough. I mean, Russell Wilson, I think he's like 34, 35 now. So, I mean, he might be past his prime. Maybe last year is what Russell Wilson is now. Who really knows? Then last, I got the Raiders. This Raiders team is going to be bad. I mean, they are not going to be good. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is not very good. Josh, I don't know how Josh McDaniel still has a job. He should not have a job. He is not a good coach. So I feel like he will get fired after this season. Now we move over to the NFC, starting in the NFC East. I got the defending NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles at 14-3 winning this division. I mean, people will argue the Cowboys. I don't buy it. I think Philly is the best team in this division. They're the most well-built, most lean, most deep. That's why I think Philly should be the favorite for the Super Bowl this year. And then at 11-6, and six, I got the Dallas Cowboys coming in second. It all comes down to Dak Prescott. That's really what it comes down to. If Dak Prescott can forget about last year, just completely like fix those mistakes, they will be a good team. They got all the weapons. They got a good defense. It's just, is Dak good enough to get it done? Which I don't know. Then in third, I got the Giants. The Giants are confusing to me. I Obviously, nobody thought they'd be as good as they were last year, which, I mean, a lot of that I feel like was due to Saquon. He had a contract dispute. He's back now, though. But I don't – I feel like last year might have been a fluke. 
just because, like, they didn't play a very good schedule. You know, they kind of needed, I mean, to win that Washington game towards the end of the year, they needed some help from the officials to win that game. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like the Giants, I feel like, you know, they'll push some, they could win this. I mean, really, I think there's three teams that could win this division, Giants, Cowboys, and Eagles. Do I think the Giants and Cowboys will win it? No. Do I think it's out of the realm of possibility? No. But I just don't know if the Giants have the firepower the Eagles have to win this division. Then coming in last, I got the Commanders' new ownership. I'm actually really excited for them because they could be really good in the future. Like, they got the pieces. Maybe Sam Howell's the answer. We don't know. I mean, he played all right in that one game he played last year at the end of the year. He played fine. But the Cowboys didn't really, I don't think, play a lot of their starters. So, who knows? Then heading over to the NFC North, we got the Lions at 12-5. and five. The Detroit Lions will win a division. I mean, this, I, I mean, I remember the Lions have won a division since, I think, 1989. And that wasn't even the NFC North. It was like the NFC Central or something like that. So this is truly a new day for the Lions. Now, do I think Jared Goff overall is like, do I think Jared Goff will be the quarterback for the Lions in 10 years? Probably not. Like if, I mean, maybe I mean five years, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible, but I don't know. I mean, maybe last year was a fluke. Maybe the Lions won't be as good. I I doubt that because I think the NFC North got weaker, but we'll see. I think the Lions will win this division, though. I feel like they had the best offense and their defense got better. Then coming in second, I got the Detroit. I got the Minnesota Vikings, actually, at 11-6. and six. Justin Jefferson is good enough to carry this team to at least probably six wins on its own. And I think Kirk, Kirk Cousins just has to be average. And they just have to get decent defensive play. That's all they have to do. They just have to get decent defensive play because Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is never going to lose you a game. I don't think he's ever going to win you a game, but he's never going to lose one for you. Like he can, you know, maybe every once in a while he can get you one or two, but he's never going to go you to win you one. So they just need decent defensive play. Justin Jefferson to continue to do what he's doing. And I think they'll be fine. And third, I got the Packers at 9-8. and eight. I don't think the Packers are going to be as bad as some people think they are. I think the Packers are a decent – they're a decent team. It just all depends on what Jordan Love does. If Jordan Love is the answer, then I think next year the Packers could, could be a real contender. Just I don't know if year one under Jordan Love is it. I think he could struggle at points this year. But, I mean, I mean he looked okay in preseason, but, again, it's preseason, so who knows. But – I don't think the Packers will be as bad as some people think they will be. And then in last, I got the Bears. I'm not buying this Justin Fields hype. It happened last year. I'm not buying it again. Yes, I know he has DJ Moore now. Second year with Luke Getzey. I'm just not sold. I mean, he cannot throw the ball. So, I mean, yes, he can run. He's a good runner. But I just I can't trust that passing ability. Until I see it happen, I can't trust it. So that's why I'm going to have them coming in last year. Then head over to the NFC South. This is the worst division in the NFL. This this division sucks. But coming in first, I got the Saints. I think the Saints will the Saints will be way better than last year. They'll definitely be way more watchable. Because last year it was hard to watch the Saints. I mean, their QB play was just awful. But I think Derek Carr is a good solution. Now, is Derek Carr going to go out there and win you a Super Bowl? Probably not. Unless he just has a really good system and a really good weapons around him. 
which I don't know if Dennis Allen is good enough to do that. I mean, if this was Sean Payton still coaching the Saints and they had Derek Carr now, I'd say, you know, maybe they do have a chance to maybe, you know, sneak up on some teams and maybe maybe find their way into the Super Bowl, maybe like the Bengals did a couple years ago. I wouldn't rule that out, but it's Dennis Allen, and I don't think Dennis Allen is your head coach of the future. I feel like they should have went out and maybe got somebody this year, this offseason, because I feel like because Sean Payton kind of retired at an odd spot, you know, they didn't give him a lot of time to maybe go find somebody. So I feel like they should have just moved on from the Dennis Allen experiment and go gotten somebody. But obviously they didn't do that. But I do think they will win this division just mainly because all the quarterbacks are either rookies, which they got Bryce Young. Desmond Ritter is essentially a rookie. I mean, he only, how many games did he play last year? Like four. And they got Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. I'm not worried about that. So I think the Saints will win this division at 10-7. and seven. Second, I got the Panthers. Do I think the Panthers are going to, like, you know, win 11, 12 games? No, that's not going to happen this year. Because I just don't think the receiving core is as deep as what it looks like it is. Adam Thielen's aging. DJ Chark is never healthy for a full season. You know, the running game I still feel is suspect without McCaffrey. So really, who knows? I mean, they have Sanders now. But, I mean, Miles Sanders, you never know if he's ever going to play because he's hurt all the time. So, honestly, who knows what's going to happen with the Panthers. Plus, Frank Reich, we all saw how that ended in Indianapolis. That was ugly. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, maybe Bryce Young is better than I think he's going to be. I think, don't get me wrong, I think Bryce Young is going to be really good. It's just their offensive line can't protect him. And he does not, I mean, his weapons at Alabama were not great his last year. But I still think they might be better than the ones the Panthers have now. Then in third, I got the Falcons. The Falcons, the Falcons are weird for me. I didn't I mean I feel like they're either going to win this division or they're going to end up in last place. It's going to be one of those two. I put them here just because I don't think they're worse than the Buccaneers. I just don't think they're better than the Saints. Like you could flip flop Carolina and Atlanta, and I wouldn't have much of an argument with it. And it all just hinges on Desmond Ritter because the Falcons' defense is actually somewhat solid now. It's not bad. It's not great. But it's not going to go out there and cost them a bunch of games. So I think that I th- it just all hinges on Desmond Ritter. Because I think Bijan Robinson is your future bell cow. You know, he's got Drake London. If Kyle Pitts can finally do something, we'll see what happens there. So, I mean, the Falcons got most of what they need. They just, it's if Desmond Ritter's not the answer, then you should go get a guy next year. But we'll see. And then last, I got the Buccaneers. Buccaneers weren't very good last year with Tom Brady. They're going to be even worse without him. I mean, all of Mike Evans' stats really just come on deep balls, which Baker Mayfield can't throw a deep ball. We haven't seen Kyle Trask play at all, but I doubt he can. Plus, neither are Tom Brady. So, I mean, maybe they're, I mean, they're going to have to hope their defense can carry the load for some of these games because their offense sure is not going to. And their offense is bad. So, well, I think the Buccaneers – are realistically one of the least talented rosters in the league. And heading to our final division here, the NFC West, I got the 49ers coming in first, 12-5. and five. I know Nick Bosa isn't there right now. Eventually, he's going to show up eventually. Because I feel like they're eventually just going to pay him what he's worth. Because, I mean, he's coming off defensive player of the year. I mean, you got to pay the guy what he's worth. I feel like the same thing holds true for the Chiefs back you know, a little while ago. Chris Jones eventually will show up because eventually they will give him the deal he wants. So, I feel like, I mean, Brock, it all hinges on Purdy. 
that's what a lot of this NFC is. The NFC definitely is not as strong as the AFC is, but I feel like, because I feel like a lot of it hinges on just QB play and how some of these guys do. I mean, if Purdy truly is the answer, which I mean, he looked like it at points last year. It's just, I don't, we'll see what happens. Because I mean, Trey Lance is gone now. I mean, I don't know if Trey Lance is really any good anyway, but if Purdy isn't the answer, then what do you do? I mean, Sam Darnold, I don't think so. So they better just hope Purdy is what they think he is now. And second, I got the Seahawks. The Seahawks, Seahawks are a confusing spot because Geno Smith played quite well last year, a lot better than what I thought he would. I had them pegged for last place last year. But Geno played a lot better than what I thought he would. So now we have to see, can he do it again? Do I think he will? I don't know. And he's obviously got the weapons around him. They just added Smith and Jigba now. And I mean, they didn't really lose a whole lot. So, I mean, they as I mean, Smith and Jigba obviously is now there, but they don't know if he's going to play the first couple of weeks, just had wrist surgery. I mean, still got DK, still got Lockett, still got Kenneth Walker. Added Zach Charbonnet. So we'll, the Seahawks, Seahawks kind of got to play a difficult schedule, and plus they're stuck in this division where I'm not counting out the Rams so Sean McVay is not on that sideline anymore. I'm not counting them out of anything. The only problem for them is they really couldn't score last year. And really, Seahawks, I mean, yeah, you got the Cardinals. They'll win those two games. But, I mean, Seahawks are in a tough spot. So we'll see what Geno can do. If Geno Smith is what they think he is now, then the Seahawks are going to be just fine. You know, they'll probably end up back in the postseason again, or at least there's a chance. Then in third, I got the Rams. The Rams, I feel like they're still trying to contend. But yet they want to start a rebuild as well. I can't tell what they're trying to do. Because they don't have any picks. Like at all. They basically have no... Well, next year they have picks. But they didn't before. So like... I mean Stafford's still there. You know they don't have much of a running game. Stafford is aging. Cooper Cup's obviously still there. And Cooper Cup is still one of the better receivers in football. But again last year he missed. I mean last quarter of the season. So they don't know if he's actually going to be on the field or not. So, in the Rams, I feel like their ceiling is not eight, like nine, maybe ten wins. And I mean, I feel like the ten is just being generous. So, and, that, and I think part of the reason I say ten is just because Sean McVay is just that good of a coach. I mean, Sean McVay can coach, but he can't do much when he doesn't have the talent. That was the problem for them last year. They were so beat up and injured that they just didn't have anybody. Like, Stafford didn't play. I think the last six or seven games, something like that, Cup missed a good chunk of the season. They really didn't have much of a running game all year. You know, their defense was constantly banged up. Offensive line, I don't even remember how many offensive line combos they used. It was a ton, though. So, I mean, maybe they'll bounce back, but just in terms of overall talent, they don't have a ton of it. They're banking a lot on these like, like sec, like day two and day three picks to perform. So we'll see if that happens or not, but I'm not really sure. And coming last, no surprise, it's the Arizona Cardinals. This team is the worst team in football, and there's no debating that. Like, I love Kyler Murray. He's awesome, but he's not going to be there for a good chunk of the year, if at all. So, if I was Kyler Murray, like, if you can't come back to, like, week 10, week 11, and if you're, like, your team is, say, like, 1 in 10 or even winless, I wouldn't come back. There's no point. I'd just, I'd just sit out the rest of the year, get fully healthy, 
and just see if any other team wants me because they get the number one pick, they're going to pick Caleb Williams. Like, I feel like that's already pretty much a unanimous decision amongst basically everybody. Like, whatever team has the number one pick, and I'm assuming it's going to be the Cardinals, they're going to take Caleb Williams. So, I feel like just the Cardinals are going to be very bad. They, they are not – if you play the Cardinals this year, you can probably just bank on that as a win, assuming Kyler doesn't play for a while. And those are my divisional predictions for the NFL season this season. So now we head into the postseason predictions starting over in the AFC. Number one seed, I got the Chiefs. Again, my point still stands. Till somebody proves me otherwise, they're going to win this division. Not, not the division. They're going to get the number one seed until somebody proves that they can beat them. Second, I got the Bills. I feel like people are kind of sleeping on the Bills a little bit, if you can really say that. So it's a little confusing, but I just feel like that they're I feel like they're being slept on. I feel like people are starting to doubt them after how last year ended with all the digs, dramas, stuff like that. I don't know, but I just feel like they're being doubted for some reason, and I don't know why people are doubting them. And third, I got the Bengals. Assuming Joe Burrow can stay healthy with this calf issue he had, I don't really know what's happening there. But assuming he can stay on the field, then the Bengals will be fine. Then fourth, I got the Jags. This Jags team, this Jags team, I'm not ruling out the possibility they could get the one, or they could get the two or the three. I'm not ruling that out at all. I think they're that good. And then fifth, I got the Dolphins. I feel like. Miami will make the playoffs, even with the stacked the AFC. The AFC has realistically 10 to 12 teams, possibly even more, that can make the playoffs. And there's only seven spots. So I feel, and I feel like Miami's definitely good enough to get one. Sixth, I got the Jets finally breaking that playoff drought. I feel like this is the year that they could finally do it. Do I think they're going to go far? I don't really know. We'll have to see how it plays out because there's just so many moving parts. But I feel like just their overall talent is good enough to get them to the postseason. Then seventh, I got Baltimore. Baltimore is a scary seventh seed. Like if your wild card game against is against Baltimore, if assuming Lamar Jackson's healthy, that is scary. Like that is a scary, that is a scary seventh seed. Then heading over to the NFC, we got the Eagles taking the one seed to really no I don't think that should be a surprise really to anybody. The Eagles are probably the best team in the league overall, just on paper. Then second, I got the Niners. I mean, that defense, I feel like defense, will, defense is going to be fine, regardless if they have a new coordinator or not. They're going to be fine just because they're that talented. Third, I got the Lions. The Lions will get to host a home playoff game this year because I just because I feel like their offense is good enough. And if their defense is just marginally better than what it was last year, I mean, if, like, if we're talking like top 13-ish, they'll be just fine. And fourth, I got the Saints. Coming out of the NFC South. Then for the first wild card, I got the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys, again, it all hinges on what Dak does. If Dak sucks, they're in trouble because they got to play a tough schedule. They're stuck in that division with the Eagles. You know, if Dak's not any good, they're in trouble because, I mean, Tony Pollard's great, but I don't think Tony Pollard can win you some, win you a ton of games. And six, I got the Vikings. Vikings, people I feel like are starting to doubt them because they won a lot of fluky games last year, which they did. But again, you got to be good enough situationally to win some of those games. 
So I feel like, you know, yes, some of those games they did win on just complete fluke luck, but I still feel like they're a good football team. So give me the Vikings. And seventh, I got the Giants. The Giants, I feel like, I mean, they, assuming Saquon doesn't get hurt, which, I mean, he didn't last year, knock on wood. The league is better when Saquon plays. I mean, they just need Daniel Jones just to be average. If Daniel Jones just plays average football, like they don't need him to go out there and just be a world beater. They need him to just be decent and just not turn the ball over. If he takes care of the football, you know, Saquon stays healthy, does his thing, and their defense is as good as it was last year, they will be fine. They are coached well enough to where they can do this. So give me the Giants rounding out the NFC playoff spots. Starting with the wild card round, I got Bills over the Ravens in a close game. Bengals over the Jets in another close one just because I feel like, I mean, the Jets may have some dysfunction through parts of the year. I wouldn't be surprised because all the big talent and egos there. But I feel like they're good enough to make the playoffs. I don't think they'll beat the Bengals, though. Then I got the Jags win over the Dolphins just because the Dolphins seem to always have injury problems. So give me the Jags. Then heading over to the NFC, I got 49ers over the Giants. I got the Vikings over the Lions. This was a toss-up for me. I had no clue what to go with here because divisional playoff games scare me because you never know what's going to happen. Because this is the third time these teams have played this year. You know, especially like some of these teams may have played in the final week of the season. I don't know if the Vikings – I don't remember if the Vikings-Lions played last week of the year. But, I mean, if they do, that could be – that could be weird. That game could be really weird. Then I got the Cowboys over the Saints. Just because I feel like the Cowboys are just a little bit more talented than the Saints are. And talent wins come postseason time. Then headed to the divisional round. I got Chiefs over the Jags. I mean, again, I feel like the Jags will push the Chiefs a little bit. I just don't think they're good enough to get it done. And then I got the Bills knocking off the Bengals. Again, I feel like Buffalo's flying under the radar again. This could be like Kansas City last year. You know, people kind of riding Kansas City off a little bit for how the season ended. You know, I feel like maybe it'll be the Bills this year that'll have a Kansas City-type run. We'll see. Then headed to the NFC, I got Eagles over the Vikings. I got the 49ers beating the Cowboys again. Then headed to the Conference Championship, I got the Bills finally conquering Mahomes and getting to the Super Bowl. I mean, sooner or later, it's going to happen. Sooner or later, the Bills have to get to the Super Bowl. It's eventually going to happen. I feel like this finally might be it. Then I got the Eagles over the 49ers again. Again, this Eagles team, they're just too dominant. Like the Eagles, I fully expect them to just completely roll through the NFC again, like they did last year. Then Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, I got the Eagles knocking off the Bills. Eagles came oh so close last year. Could they have a hangover? I wouldn't rule it out, but I just feel like they're, they're coached well enough they're so well-built. Howie Roseman is the best GM in football right now, and you cannot convince me otherwise. He is the best GM in football right now. And he has kept that team so lean, and is and they're able to win with their young players on rookie contracts. And he picks and chooses the guys to keep, and he picks them well usually. You know, obviously, I imagine he wishes Gardner Johnson didn't walk, and some of those guys on defense didn't walk, but he just went right in the draft and just replaced them. I mean, he got Jalen Carter, got Nolan Smith, replaced T.J. Edwards. They got Keely Ringo, replaced Garner Johnson. 
So, I mean, he did a really good job replacing some of the guys they lost. So, I feel like this is the Eagles' time. They're going to get this done. I mean, all Jalen Hurts has to do, I mean, his defense is good enough to where, you know, he just goes out there and scores 20 points, 25 points, they'll win. Because, I mean, because Josh Allen still has those turnover problems, which the Eagles defense is really good at forcing turnovers and really good at getting to the quarterback. So I feel like I feel like the Eagles will get this done. I feel like this is their this is their Super Bowl, in my opinion, to lose. They have the most they have the deepest roster, the most well built roster, arguably the most talented. This is their time. They need to get this done. Well, they got a lot of these guys on young contracts. And those are my playoff predictions for the NFL season. And now on to my award predictions for this season. So headed to the award predictions. MVP, I'm going Jalen Hurts. Almost won it last year. I mean, seems like he was going to win it last year. He missed those couple games at the end of the year. Looked like he was getting ready to win it. So I'm going to go Jalen Hurts wins that award. Offensive player of the year. I think I'm going to go with probably – I think Saquon. I think Saquon might do this. I mean, he's going to be the main piece of that offense. I mean, he's going to be the bell cow for them. I think Saquon could win the offensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year, I mean – I'm going to say Nick Bosa. I mean, assuming Nick Bosa shows up, I feel like he'll win it. If not him, then I don't think it'd be surprising to see Micah Parsons win it. I mean, Parsons has been close the last two years. I feel like he could probably do it. Offensive Rookie of the Year, I'm going to say Anthony Richardson, assuming he can stay healthy and assuming, you know, I mean, the Colts might not be very good, but obviously I don't, I don't think that really matters when it comes to that award. So I think he'll get it done there. Defensive player of the year, I'm going Jalen Carter. Because, I mean, Jalen Carter is going to see the field. How much, I don't know. But I just feel like he's so talented that I feel like the Eagles will have to play him and he'll get on the field and he'll play quite a bit. So that'll be my defensive rookie of the year. For my comeback player of the year, it's Tamar Hamlin. The moment Tamar Hamlin steps on the field, he's going to win comeback player of the year. So I feel like that's a pretty obvious choice. Coach of the year, I feel like coach of the year this year, it could be Nick Sirianni. It could be Doug Peterson. I feel like Doug Peterson should have won it last year. So this year, I think we're, we're going to go Doug Peterson. I think Doug Peterson wins the Coach of the Year award this year. And those are my award predictions for the NFL this year.